Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you are well. I want to begin with something that we didn't have time to discuss yesterday, and this is something very important. And I want to give you a heads up about the propaganda that is ongoing. I salute the folks at Fox for making the decision not to air this primetime nonsense. One of the things you have to understand, and I think most of you probably already understand this, so much of what is going on in our society is driven by one thing, and that's politics. It's politics. Sadly, we've reached a point where so many things are just shot through with politics. Law enforcement corrupted by politics. Medicine corrupted by politics. Science corrupted by politics. Religion corrupted by politics. There's so many things, so many areas. And I've said before, I am not here to defend the president or anybody else over January 6th. But enough already. Now, they may have some, quote, revelations that they bring forward. I don't freaking care. I don't. And I think many of you are at the place you're concerned about putting gasoline in your car, balancing your budget with ongoing inflation. These are the things that you're concerned about today. These are everyday concerns of yours. The everyday concerns of the politicians are getting reelected, maintaining their power. That's the priority. And I think most of you understand that. That's how this thing works. So they're going to do anything and everything to continue to beat January 6th into the ground. I am not going to play along. I'm just not. This is the other reason why I've said before the worst thing that Donald Trump can continue to do is to relitigate 2020. They're really the same kind of issue, the same kind of problem. January 6th is a law enforcement issue. Solely law enforcement issue. Let law enforcement deal with it as they are in an ongoing way. Now I know there are people who have different perspectives on what happened in 2020. But I'm telling you, folks, continuing to beat that horse is a loser. And it will result 
in undermining anything that we hope to accomplish in the fall elections. I want to talk about something in this context that I want you to understand in light of all that's going on. And I'm sure that Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, and all of the usual suspects are well familiar, well familiar with the information in this U.S. News and World Report story. This is all geared toward November. That's what this is about. November and 2024. U.S. News and World Report story, persuadable voters favor GOP over Democrats. There's a caveat to this, and I'm not going to mention the the caveat until the end. A new poll suggests voters generically favor Republicans over Democrats heading into the midterms. And again, I'm not going to tell you the caveat to this until the end. Polling by Priorities USA, a Democratic super PAC, found that Democrats would lose narrowly to Republicans among targeted voters when people were simply asked if they wanted a Democrat or Republican in office. On that generic ballot question, Republicans got 44% of those surveyed, which include battleground state persuadable voters and those who are at least somewhat unmotivated to vote this fall, while Democrats got 41%. This small difference could be pivotal in Senate and gubernatorial races in those states. Again, I'm going to skip the bad part because I'm going to come back to that after the break. The divide was even bigger when it got more personal. Asked if they prefer a Democrat who supports Biden or a Republican who supports Trump. Those polled preferred the Democrat to the Republican, 41 to 31. Are you getting the picture here? This is the other side of this story that must not be neglected. This survey, based on very, very circumscribed voters, including persuasion voters, basically swing voters. Remember, we've talked about this before. The swing voters are the ones who voted for Barack Obama in 2016. Let me go back to that. That would be, they're the ones who voted for Barack Obama in 2012 and Donald Trump in 2016. And then Joe Biden in 2020 this is a critical group of people ladies and gentlemen in the battleground states Arizona Nevada Georgia New Hampshire Pennsylvania Wisconsin and Michigan as well as mobilization voters people who are inclined to vote Democratic but whose disinterest or dispiritedness and there's a lot of that going on right now make them less likely to show up at the polls this fall This group was surveyed in the six battlegrounds, as well as Colorado, Florida, and guess where? North Carolina. 
It also shows Democrats what they need to do to hang on to critical Senate seats. This is what you need to listen to. This is what they need to do to hold on to critical Senate seats, gubernatorial posts, and somehow seats this fall. I'm going to tell you the flip side of this survey. This is very important to pay attention to. If you were willing to hear the news. <laughs> that much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. of you listening to this broadcast you understand what is going on over on the text line it doesn't really matter who votes who doesn't who you vote for republicans will not do anything democrats won't do anything really matters just the tit for tat scoring points against each other both parties suck that's what this texture is saying this person saying this is certainly will take the wind out of the Democrats' sails. Yes, it will. Vince, I'm a registered independent, voted Democrat my whole life until Obama's second term. Guess I finally woke up and paid attention and stopped believing the lies. The Democrat Party is straight insane now. And this person, who I think has figured out where I'm going next. Vince, I think if Trump were smart... He would let it be known he isn't running in 2024, but would support Ron DeSantis. He would still be influential. Good idea. Because this is exactly what is going on. The goal here is to highlight January 6th, not only go after Donald Trump, but wrap the whole Republican Party in this theme of insurrection. That's what this is about. This is why they want prime time. This is the reason. Prime time. The whole goal here is get this to a big audience. A big audience. And the idea here is to just basically blanket the entire party, Donald Trump, every Republican, as an extremist. That is the strategy. It's not complicated, folks. Now I'm going to share with you the rest of what this story says about the polling information that shows Republicans have an advantage 
this is where things go downhill. The rest of the headline. Persuadable voters favor GOP over Democrats until Trump is mentioned. Now, I want you to understand, this is the information the Democratic pollsters comprehend. They know full well what is going on here. They get it. They know what's happening here. Now, unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there who are going to ignore this polling information. My concern is, not on the Republican side, that we don't take heed to this warning. Here's the rest of this first line. A new poll suggests voters generically favor Republicans over Democrats heading into the midterms. But when Donald Trump is mentioned, it's a different story. This is where things change. When Trump and his Make America Great Again agenda are brought into the picture, it brightens for Democrats. This is what the polling found. When those polled were asked to choose between Democrats who support President Joe Biden and a Republican who supports the MAGA movement, 37% chose the Democrat, 30% the Republican. They've successfully destroyed this brand. Now, whether you like this or not, we just have to face the reality. That's what has to be dealt with here. We can't live in fantasy world. We can't live in what we would like. The divide was even bigger when it got more personal. Asked if they prefer a Democrat who supports Biden or a Republican who supports Trump. Those polled preferred the Democrat to the Republican 41 to 31. On that question, the hypothetical Democrat got... 11% of GOP voters who picked the Republican in the generic ballot question, 32% of third-party voters who initially went with the GOP contender. So if you don't put a name in there, we win. You put Donald Trump's name in there, that's where things start to get messy. Do you understand what's happening here, folks? And again, I know there are a lot of people out there This is very uncomfortable for. So the strategy to hold on to these critical Senate seats, gubernatorial posts, and some House seats, how do you do it? What Trump and MAGA are doing is producing cross-pressure for these persuadable voters. They're frustrated about the state of the country, but not terribly happy about voting for Trump or a MAGA candidate. Drawing on that contrast is a necessity if we're going to be successful. Do you see what's happening here? This is their whole strategy. This is it. Very, very important to understand this. The polling also found voters surveyed react to Republican extremism both in style and substance, whether it's rhetoric about the January 6th insurrection or GOP campaign memo threatening Social Security and can be pulled to the Democrat side 
and out to the polls if the party works hard to communicate that message. So what is it? Social Security. How many years have they have been scaring people with Social Security? They're still at it. Because apparently it's worked in the past. And rhetoric about the January 6th insurrection. This is why they want it front and center. Prime time, ladies and gentlemen. Biden has already embraced this approach. A few weeks ago, the president, who tended to avoid directly criticizing Republican members of Congress whose votes he needed on legislation, started slamming the party as the ultra-mega Republicans. He and his press secretary repeatedly used the term. Republican leadership, meanwhile, has gleefully adopted the ultra-mega moniker in fundraising appeals to the base. Now, that may be okay for the base. But I'll tell you what, this has got to be this has got to be understood if we want to hold on to victory. You know, and the key to victory here, and what have I said all along in this year? What is the secret? The secret is to let Biden and his horrible presidency be front and center. Haven't I said this repeatedly over the last few months? Do not distract. Do not put the subject on ourselves. That is vital, ladies and gentlemen. Love to get your thoughts as we continue our conversation on our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us. And we're back on the broadcasts. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, it's 71307. Let us go out to take a couple of calls on this subject of the Democrat strategy, which is basically to blow up the entire Republican Party, wrap it around the label of being insurrectionists, and that's the strategy for the fall. Let's go out to, I believe it is, um, Sean. Good morning, Sean. Welcome. Good morning, man. Let me make a couple of quick comments. You know, I try to be a fair press when I listen to your show, Vince. So let me, let me be fair about everything, okay? It ain't going to take long. First of all, I wasn't going to make a comment, but since uh, the radio station had that Mark Robertson governor guy, let me just make a quick comment about him. He said a couple of weeks back about, you know, he worrying about the government coming to take his gun. Me personally, as a black person, I think the man need to be really concerned about his health because I think I've seen him before. He's very healthy, unhealthy guy. So that's the first thing he really should be concerned about. I hope he is concerned about. But let me get to the point what you were talking about. I just want to make that clear that Mark Watson, he's a joke. But anyway, I agree with you that polling, what they were talking about, Vince. Don't nobody want to see that tonight. As a Democrat, I don't care about this stuff that went on. I mean, I did care about it, but I don't want to see it on prime time. People is caring about the gas, everything going up. We don't care about it. As Democratic, as a Democratic person, I don't care about that prime time tonight. I'm not even going to look at it. I want them to sit up there and say, hey, 
this is what we're going to do about the gas prices. This is what we're trying to do to lower everything in the grocery store. That's what people are concerned about. That stuff tonight, that's just for really people, really diehard Democrats and diehard really Republicans. But the average person today, even Republicans, they're concerned about food prices, groceries going up. That's the main thing everybody as Americans concerned about. So I have to agree with the polling. And one more last thing. If you put Donald Trump in that thing, that's true. I mean, he's a lightning rod. Vince, you know that. I mean, you haven't got many calls since he was since he's the president. But when he was the president, you would get calls every day. So I agree with that. So that's my little comment for today. I hope everybody's doing well. It's, it's, it's tough out here. It's hot. So everybody's just trying to, you know, be humble with themselves and, you know, on everything, just kind of be humble. And, you know, we'll get through it as, as people and as Christian people will get through it. Sean, I want to ask you, how is this yeah. whole gas and inflation thing affecting you? Man, it's, I, you know what, Vince? I try not to look at the price when I go to the pump. I just, yeah. if I put $50 in, I try to do 40 You know, you want to, I didn't only look at it because it, 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 it gets your hop. It's I depressing. Mean, you got so much, man, your job, your family, you got so much stress going on these days and time. And that's even layer on stress. Everybody's sort of stressed out. So I try to be humble and look at it and pump the gas and just say, hey, Thank the Lord I got enough to, to, to get some gas in my thing. But it's hard, man. Right yeah. now, it, it's going, it's hard, man. And, and I just hope everybody can kind of be humble with themselves. And, you know, it's going to be tough before it gets better. But if you got your faith in the Lord, he's going to keep you best way he can. And we all going to get through it, man. I hear you, man. Well, Sean, I'm glad we agree on something here. Good to and talk to you to, again. But, 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 when I, when I do mind you, you really don't agree what else to talk about. But, hey, we agree on something, Vince. Have a blessed day, my friend. Everybody <laughs> hey, be blessed. You as well. Take care, man. Boy, that's an unusual conversation, is it not? <laughs> Let's go out to Frederick. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, Frederick. Good morning. How are you this morning? All right. Yes, I just wanted to give a differing opinion about the January 6th committee. I, uh, well, number one, you, you spoke of a green. Yes, the Democrats want to ruin the whole Republican Party, but the Republican Party wants to ruin the entire Democratic Party. So And I think there is too much of that going on in order to actually get anything done. But as far as the committee itself, um, the way that I see it, and I am a registered independent, to be quite honest, I really don't care a lot about either party because I think they're both failing us right now. But when I look at this as an attack on our country, uh, it was an effort to overturn an election. And that needs to be investigated by Congress in addition to only the Justice Department. We need to have hearings and all of the information that I've seen that has come out so far, they're not investigating rumor and innuendo. They're following up with the facts that they have found. And so the, the just I just disagree with this idea that basically this is something that should not be occurring. So here's here's my question. What what do you think will come from this that will be helpful for the American people and for our republic? Well, number one is the facts. Um, uh, number one is, uh, uh, you know, when we look at fake electors, when we look at secret communications about how to overturn the election, and we have to actually look at, okay, what did these people do in an effort to overturn an election, and how can we prevent this from happening in the future? Because elections are indeed important, and you can't just say you voted for the wrong person, so we're, not, we're, we're just going to overturn this. Um, that is pr- and I'm looking primarily at exposure and any laws that can 
Well, well, you know, they probably won't be enacted because all of Congress is <laughs> they basically rendered themselves useless. But uh, these things that can that should be enacted from exactly what went on. And you need a public accounting. You do need a public record of everything that went on. And, do you, and so, here, here's my question. Do you think they will be able to, in a an unbiased way, deal with facts without this being profoundly politicized? Yes. I, you you do believe they can do I that? Think, but that's what I've seen thus far. And you have to remember, if you want total unbiased, um, the, the first actual proposal was for an independent commission, five no politicians, five Republican appointees, five Democratic appointees. That's how the original uh, that was the original idea, but McConnell and the Republicans squashed it. McConnell was calling around saying, "Do me as a personal favor and vote this down." So what you are actually asking for has been rejected because it was actually proposed and. I don't think that Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzing are out just to get Donald Trump or anything like that. Some Republicans care more about, and they are out there, some Republicans care more about the country than they do about the Republican Party. And the key word there is some. Do you, no, would you exactly. agree the same some, is the case for the Democrats? Some Republicans care more about power, maintaining power, and the Republican Party more than democracy or America itself. Do you would you also say the Democrats are guilty of the same? That some Democrats are doing the same. Perfect. We agree. Okay. Perfect. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're going to be watching these hearings with the idea that something positive could come from this. And hey, I. Uh, I always tell you, we always take differing opinions. Good to hear from you, Frederick. And and we'll see how all of this unfolds, especially the prime time portion, how this actually is going to play out. What's the real execution going to be here? Is it going to be straight down the line? Or will this be pretty much loaded, loaded politically? What are your expectations? Coming up, we'll talk about what Biden's up to. <laughs> we kind of touched on it yesterday of what was going to happen, and now it has happened. And we have a little more color associated with it. Stay with us. And we continue the broadcast some items here on the text line in response to a couple of calls we received before the break. Vince, this is all about appearances for the Dems. That's why they perp-walked Navarro in such a public way. If there were substance behind all of this, they wouldn't be holding primetime hearings. They have to make it look like they have something. Nothing new, just smoke and mirrors, style over substance. On the economic situation, a lot of people, a lot of people who chose between eating, eating well, buying gas to go to work, people struggling with current inflation, psychosis, 
Ja. Very challenging time, for sure. These Democrats are trying to scare people from speaking out against them. January 6th is justified, already proven. Trump had nothing to do with anything other than a peaceful protest. The offer of the National Guard to Pelosi, she didn't accept that. Democrats blame exactly what they're doing. They are corrupt, aiding and abetting, collusion, propagandists, globalists, treasonists, unconstitutional infringement, and tyrants. Do you have any other compliments? Any other compliments? <laughs> Vince, the people who think these hearings aren't propaganda still think Rittenhouse killed black people. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty interesting stuff, to say the least. So what about Joe Biden? What's he doing? It's kind of funny. I, late last night, visited a friend, and we were talking, and unfortunately, <laughs> this person who, uh, you know, has different entertainment choices than myself was watching Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, my gosh. Anybody watch that last night? Boy, that was painful. Very painful. <laughs> you know, how many of you, how many of you watch this president and you're just incredulous? I mean, and, and again, this is not meaning dis, any disrespect to most older people, but this is like, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, this frail old man is our president. It's pretty scary. Very scary. New York Post has an interesting story on all of this. Reporting hours before President Biden taped a late-night comedy interview with ABC host Jimmy Kimmel, he attempted a pratfall of his own, tripping up the steps of Air Force One as he embarked on another day without a one-on-one -on -one interview with a journalist. See, this is the other interesting thing. When's the last time he's been interviewed by a journalist? A journalist. I mean, this is pretty scary stuff. Very scary stuff. You know, one of the things you, you have to say about Donald Trump. Now, it's kind of interesting. He was totally on the other end of the spectrum here. He was willing to give interviews to just about anybody. I mean... He enjoyed the attention. But Joe Biden, they cannot trust this man to go out and do interviews, especially anything where he might be asked questions, where his mental acuity might come into question. But we shall continue.
Biden started his fraught ascension of the plane stairs after declining to take questions from reporters who grumbled during the flight to Los Angeles about Biden's lack of press availability. Commander-in-Chief's stagger went largely unnoticed, in part because footage was not immediately published by TV outlets like C-SPAN, which have access to unfiltered pool feeds. Biden's interview with Kimmel, a comedian, was booked despite the fact the president hasn't given a reporter an on-the-record sit-down interview in about four months. Four months! That's quite a while, isn't it? Just before his fall, Biden delivered a statement responding to Tuesday night primary elections that feature the recall of far-left San Francisco district attorney. I think the voters sent a clear message. Both parties have to step up and do something about crime as well as gun violence. He then boarded the plane without further engagement with the media, did not stop to speak to reporters as he left the White House. Now, the president, whose detractors frequently accused him of being in mental decline, previously appeared to lose his balance navigating Air Force One steps last month, traveling to Illinois. March 2021 fell repeatedly on the steps. The White House blaming that episode on windy weather at the airport. Please. Please. He's going to spend the next three days in Los Angeles at the Summit of the Americas. And um, boy, again, just pray for our country, not just for us, but also, hey, he's representing us at this summit. Mm. Hour number two is straight ahead. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.